Hey folks, this is Coach David Bourne welcoming you to The Devo Show. Hope you enjoy this short episode. You can find more at davidbourne.com. Hey everybody. Welcome to The Devo Show where I make podcasts every day. Every day but one day a week. Everybody needs a rest. My goal for this podcast is to make them early in the morning so that they're done. But I'm looking up at the sky and there's just the slightest bit of blue left in it, which is kind of surprising considering that it's almost 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. It's mid-May, so the longest days of the year are not here yet. It's pretty quiet. I can hear a dryer that's uh, running. That's the house sounds. Otherwise, it's pretty dang quiet. I think I hear crickets. It's really hard because my tinnitus, which is permanent ringing in my ear, particularly my left ear, it seems pretty loud right now. But my guess is, is there's some some insects out there making some noise. And of course, here comes a car. But that's all right. I'm okay. Even though it's this late, I wanted to get it done early, but I'm okay with it. Because it just doesn't matter, really. That's just a rule that I imposed on myself. And I'm not going to let this take very long. And that has to do with today's... Um, content of this podcast because what this is about is me being coached by a millions earning coach meaning one of the top coaches in the world coached me today and I figure well that doesn't happen every day so I'm going to talk about that for a bit and post that up to the Devo Show podcast where I can post anything I want. And just talk about what happened and why that happened and what came of it. Or what's coming of it, I should say. Because I can feel in my belly that something's coming of it. I'll talk about that towards the end of this. But let me just tell you what happened first. So... I am in Rich Litvin's class, and there was a Zoom call today, and there were about 50 of us on there with Rich, and typically he'll call out a few folks, he'll ask some questions, and and uh, he'll go through the list, and he'll, he'll uh, coach some folks. And so I got picked, because when he asked the question, and I'm not going to remember this exactly, but it was a question that had to do with, why are you holding back? That's how I'm interpreting the question. Holding back from becoming the coach, you want to be charging the prices, you want to be coaching the type of people you want to coach, that kind of question. Doing what you want to do is how I interpret that. And so I didn't really know, but I thought, well, I just don't feel that experienced. I've only been coaching for a couple of years. And so he coached uh, a woman who 
you know, she was great. And Rich typically does some transformative stuff. So, yeah, that happened for sure. And for some reason, he picked mine. I think the reason he picked it is because it's a pretty common comment. Not that it was anything special. But he pulled that one out of the list of 50 or so answers that people were given and asked to coach me. And it's funny because before I got on the call, I thought if Rich asked anybody if they want to be coached, I'm going to raise my hand quickly. He did that in the last call. And I did raise my hand. And, you know, it's pretty scary, especially in front of a bunch of folks you don't know. And this high power, uh, and I say millions earning, what does that mean? Well, it just means that there are people out there who are willing to pay him a lot of money to be coached. And so that makes it, somehow makes the stakes higher. But I was like, dang, I'm at, <laughs> that's super valuable. So <clears throat> uh, allergies are kind of bad right now, but it's worth it to be outside. So, he started asking me questions about my life. What did you study in college? Literature. Who is your favorite author? Shakespeare. What did you do after that? Got a job, then went back to school for media arts. Okay, what about that? I said, well, worked at Duke Hospital. Um, also worked at a camp, which was transformative too. I uh, worked at Duke Hospital with a bunch of surgeons. He's like, oh, with a bunch of surgeons. So he thought that was kind of interesting. And so I just said, yeah, I just helped them transition from analog media to digital media and helped them with their educational materials. And so he's like, what happened after that? So he's like, well, I got a job teaching at the local uh, university and taught there. And they said, eventually, you're going to have to get up better degree if you're going to keep teaching here he's like what's that mean it's like well an mfa it's a master's of fine arts it's a terminal degree if you're going to teach a, in a uh, art department you can have a non-phd it's called an mfa it's a phd kind of for artists but more based on on uh artwork versus um i guess you know writing a doctor's thesis So, by this point, I knew kind of what Rich was doing. He was saying, um, you know, getting me to tell me my experience. Because I'm someone who just said, I don't feel very experienced. So, he goes all the way back to college. And then, but then he asks a question, which, which I thought, you know what? I'm going to dig a little deeper here. I'm with Rich Lipfin. I need to be a little bit more honest, more vulnerable and see what comes up. And so when he asked me about um, artwork, kind of art I made, I told him about this. It was my final master's MFA thesis piece. It was this nest. It, it, I called it an osprey nest, and it they make kind of crappy-looking nests. <laughs> so that's what it looked like pretty much. A <clears throat> bunch of sticks. But in the middle of it, I put this house. And in the house, there was a tiny little TV screen. And um, I hadn't thought about that thing in years, decades, really. 
not much, but you know, he asked me to describe it, and I was like, "Well, it's this osprey's nest," and that connected me uh, to some loss. And I somehow said, "You know, the thing that got me to coach, got me into coaching, was the realization that I had done." a lot of work because my dad died when I was 11 years old and my best friend killed himself when we were 21 years old and I dug in and I went and worked through the grief and I studied life I studied um, personal growth I didn't know it at the time spirituality you know I really went deep I didn't say this but I stared into the, the abyss but did not go in but I was on the rim of it looking in. I guess meaning, you know, I mean, I was really questioning life and death on profound levels and doing a bunch of art around it. And this, this osprey nest is kind of the last big piece of art that I've ever made about it. And the osprey is kind of a uh, phoenix rising up from the ashes, the electronic ashes, maybe. So I thought that was interesting. You know, here how am I talking about this piece of art that I haven't thought of in years? Uh, but that's what a great coach can do is dig stuff up. And I forget the other questions he asked, but he got me to say, or I felt compelled to say that I, when this course, speaking of the course that I was taking, am taking, that we were all in together, I said, this is something that I, you know, I don't have t enough time and it's pretty expensive. I don't want to do this. But then I thought about it and I thought, that's just bullshit. I want to take this course. What did that mean to me? Well, what that means is at that moment when I signed up for the course, I, in a sense, jumped into the abyss because I went somewhere I wasn't ready to go. Meaning I knew that I needed to take this course because I knew that it was something that was going to push me harder than I was going to push myself. And it was going to help me to realize what it is within me that I really want to do and kind of help me figure out, and I say kind of because I'm still working on it, figure out why I'm not doing that yet. So a great coach is going to call you out on your shit. And my alarm on my phone went off. Hopefully the recording is still going. Here we are in real time, folks. Yes, it is. I'll back up a little bit just in case the alarm messed that up. Goodness, you'd think I would learn these things, but I don't. Uh, so a powerful coach is going to ask you powerful questions. And the powerful thing that Rich got me to was to the realization within me to say, I signed up for this course because I knew it's what I needed. I, and I have been hiding. And here's the podcast, talk about meta. Because I mentioned I've been podcasting a lot. And he's like, well, <laughs> the book that Rich, and, Rich Litvin and Steve Chandler wrote, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, it was basically in, in uh opposition to this idea that you need to have a podcast or you need to do all this social media stuff. Now, Rich has all this stuff, but that's not why he's a million, millions earning coach. 
he's a fantastic world-class coach because he knows a great method and he lives it. And that is to put yourself out there on a regular basis and to connect with people in meaningful, deep ways. And that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. That is true. But I'm also needing and wanting to do that more in a way that pushes my coaching forward in the real world, not just the digital space, online content marketing and all that. And I feel like after reflecting on this, it's like, well, is this podcast a waste of time? No, it's not. It's just not the main thing by any means. The main thing is me sitting down every day and saying, who would I like to talk to today? Who do I just want to reach out to and connect with? Not to coach, just to connect because it's in connecting with people in genuine ways that we put ourselves out to the world in a genuine way so that we can show up fully as who we are and who we want to be and who we can be. And and we co-create that with people, the people we connect with. And eventually that's going to lead to more connections, which can lead to more coaching. It doesn't have to, but that's probably what's going to happen because I'm going to lead with my natural self and be curious and want to know what's up with people. And if they're, if, if in that conversation, I feel like I could help them, then I'm going to say so. Maybe that's through coaching or maybe that's just through helping people as people do. So that's where I am. The podcast is still cranking out. I'm still putting it out there. I'm still putting myself out there in that sense. But that is the easy thing. The harder thing is going to be for me to sit down every day and say, who do I want to connect with? And is that hard? It's not hard. It's just that I have this perception that it's hard. Because it's really not. In fact, I just did it 20 minutes ago. I said, man, you got to do You got to reach out to somebody before you get on that podcast and talk about this. So I did. I reached out to someone who I admire and thought, you know what? I want to catch up with that person. So I sent him an email. said, I hope we can be in touch. So what's next? I hear a dog out there. You don't usually hear that. It's interesting. So what's next? Well, I guess I'll see what happens tomorrow. My guess is it's going to be more like how I want it to be deep down because I got coached by somebody powerful and I got that power within me. The coaching helped me see something and and now that I see it, I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's That's really what I want. And I want to help do that for more people. So if you hear this and that resonates with you, give me a call. We can, we can talk about talk about anything. But if you know me, give me a call or you can find me at davidborn.com. And I don't say that to say that this is uh, a sales pitch, but it actually is because the pitch is we want to do things that we're not doing. And sometimes we get so distracted with good things that we don't let ourselves remember that what we really want are the great things. So what's a great thing that you want, that you're hiding from, that you're holding back on, that you're not doing because some part of you says that's a stupid idea or we don't have time yet or you're not ready yet? 
look, I'm the same way. You know, I saw that rich today. We're all like this, but we can all work on it to get better. And the more we do it, the closer we're going to get there. So thanks for listening. I'm David Bourne. Hope to see you out there. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Devo Show. Quick experiments in thought and sound where we live life to the fullest. Connecting with nature, the outdoors, but mostly connecting with the deeper parts of ourselves. Exploring how we learn, how we grow. You can find more at davidborn.com. That's spelled B-O-U-R-N-E. I hope to see you there. Cheers.